Welcome to episode 158 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Coming to you from the world of 2024. We've made it another oh. year. <laughs> For a second there. Yeah, you threw me off just a little bit. I almost <laughs> said, are we from the future? And then like, no, it's 2024. It is the future. Which is like a weird number, kind of. It's kind of even. I'm not used to it. It's an even number, for yeah. sure. No, when we hit 2099, then it'll be weird. Yeah, because there'll it's, be a lot of like... Especially if we're alive. It's gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be even weirder. <laughs> I'm Scott Prime. Sitting across from me via the interwebs is Steve Kilowoggy Campbell. You have a lot of pins back there, my friend. Yeah, they had a pin holder at uh, Dollar Tree. And you said, I'm going to buy it so I can stuff a bunch of pins in there. Yeah. It's a dollar and a quarter. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, it's a dollar and a quarter tree. We have a lot Not... of pins. Well, yeah, but we have a lot of cool pins. Let me okay. get new ones. How was your holidays? I went very well. Didn't do a whole heck of a lot. Watched some movies. Uh, how about yourself? What did you watch? Did you go to the movie theater? Yes. Okay. At the movie theater, I saw Aquaman 2 and Wonka. Enjoyed yeah, both of those. Thumbs up, thumbs down? Yeah. Aquaman 2, if you like the first one, you like the second one. It's okay. fine. Wonka was a lot better than I expected it to be. It's like, okay. if your girls actually enjoyed doing stuff with you, you could take them. They're teenagers. They really don't. No, they don't. Um, and then at home, jeesh, um, Scarface, Deer Hunter. Um, wow. Why did you like say, I want to watch every two. movie? From, 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 did you say Xanadu? No, Shazam 2. Oh, Shazam 2. Okay. Which Xanadu is probably better than that movie. But Shazam 1 was good, right? I like Shazam 1 a lot. Yeah. Jennifer just today told me that she happened to watch Shazam with her son, and it was really good. The first one is a lot darker than I expected it to be, which was awesome. And then it has one of the best moments in dealing with the payoff I've seen in the movie. When, spoilers for everyone, the kid's whole motivation is trying to find his mom, who left him, quote-unquote, by accident at a fair. And he finally tracks her down. And you're expecting that big reunion. She's like, no, I didn't, I didn't do it by accident. I didn't want you anymore. I don't want anything to do with you. I have a new life. Thanks for coming. All I had to do is take my kids to the fair? Um, back then, yes. <laughs> I think there, you, could, I, you have the possibility to take them to the fire station and drop them off. I don't know if there's a really? limit to that age. Really? Interesting. Probably have to send them to the the exes first since they're in the life. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I'm not trying to get rid of them. I know. They're trying to get rid of you. We had, um, I did, if you follow me on Facebook. I do. I did the Every Stop of Christmas tour, mainly really to have a reason to put pictures up. I hate just putting up like, 20 pictures and not saying anything <laughs> when those pictures are really for me and my memories. Yeah, same here. So I was just like, well, I got to say something. So I might as well just call it the Christmas tour. And we had eight stops. And um, technically I have one more stop, but it's not until this weekend, January 6th, which is today when we release this podcast. But it was meant to be like right before Christmas, this get together. And 
it got postponed. So it's uh, me and a couple guys that used to play Dragon Ball together and played some other, you know, little card games and collectible card games, uh, Tony Whitebird and Emilio and Dylan Francis and stuff. So, you know, Dylan was the one I went out with. uh, He moved out to Lubbock. Yeah. And we played in the Matador Melee together and stuff. So anyways, we're the last like three years we've gotten together and had like a little get together like a week before Christmas and played some uh, Dragon Ball like a card game, like a draft and play a few other board games and stuff and have pizza and Christmas cakes and stuff like that. That's cool. So I got one more technically, but it's the next year. So, I mean, Christmas was last year, so I can't even count it. True. It's just a very early Christmas for this year. Wow, I didn't think of it that way. You can play, I should post. Then you can play Christmas this, music all year because it's a continuation. Wow, and I could post on Facebook, Christmas Tour 2024, stop <laughs> one. Exactly. See? <laughs> and we can do Christmas in July, and then, you know, you can have like a whole year of Christmas. Gotcha. Have you played any Blood Bowl? No. No. Like Blood Bowl three, the new season came out, and I haven't been bothered to buy that. What what is released on the new season? Necro, I believe. Ooh. Was it Necro? Was it Undead? I don't know. I didn't look. To what you pay like ten bucks and you get it? Hmm. Yeah, and I haven't. So that's okay. No- I it's so annoying. Like the last five times I've tried to play the damn game, I'd sit in a lobby. Wait 20 minutes to match up with someone, get two turns in, and then they quit. It's like, I'm not doing this. So, I should probably buy it. Punish people for quitting? Not enough. Not enough at all. Not enough. And really, I don't care about punishing them. I should be rewarded for wasting my time. And, like, yeah, I get double money or whatever. Money's worthless. You know, I might get an extra star player point or whatever. That doesn't matter. I'm trying to build up to unlock stuff in the game. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, so therefore, yeah, with the season. Yeah, and you know, if I only play for five minutes, it's ten XP. Whereas if I play for a full game for two hours, it's 120 XP or whatever the numbers are. Therefore, right. in my opinion, if someone cancels the game early, I should get full credit for the damn game. And they might say, well, people will work that, but how often am I going to run into the same guy on open ladder? Like, if you and I tried to find each other on open ladder, are we going to? Most likely not. So, I don't know. That's my main problem with this. Just, I hate that whole not getting full credit. I understand. Um, I wish people wouldn't quit all the time, but they do that... Nothing drives me more crazy playing a couple games of Rocket League and mm-hmm. you're up two to nothing and the other team scores, the other guy wants to quit. I'm like, what is wrong with you? But whatever. Um, what is wrong with us? Like, as in what are, <laughs> everything. That's too much. What are we talking <laughs> about today? Um, well, first off, we're going to talk about a couple of tournaments that we have either ran or gone to. And then we got a big old package from GW to talk about. And then Ooh, some y'all ready, y'all ready for this? And then some um, discussion about what the big old package might mean. So, all right. So, what is first? Might as well do the tournaments first. All right. So we will take a quick break. We will be back with some tournament talk. 
Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma and BigDealSwag.com. If you're in Norman, Oklahoma, check out Wizards Asylum for all your board game needs. If you're looking for tournament swag, go to BigDealSwag.com. We're back and we're going to talk about some tournaments. I think we're going to go first with one that Scott ran that I did not get to play in. Yeah, so we did the uh, random Royale, and we the whole gimmick here was there's a wizard named Ran Dumb. Get it? His first name's Ran, R-A-N-N, and his last name's D-U-M-M. Get it, Steve? I do. I do, indeed, yes. So really, this is He's a stupid. tournament. Um, when oh. Craig, your roommate, ran hmm. a random tournament. I can't remember what it was actually officially called. But when he ran his tournament, me and Gary really looked into like running up there just to play in this. And of course you weren't up there at that time. I don't think. No, I wasn't. Um, so, but we loved the idea behind it. We loved the idea that you could take a skill package and get random skills. And, you know, we just thought that was a blast. So we wanted to run one, uh, in kind of the same time frame of when we used to have Nuffle Ween. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we were moving dates around and then like the shop owners told us, you know, I can only have like, you know, this many people if you do it on this date, but this other date is completely open. And I thought, hell, I don't do much after, you know, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but uh, let's give it a shot. And uh, evidently that is bad timing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's fine if you're local, but you know, one thing that we have a hard time getting at our tournaments is the locals. Right. right. I mean, you're right about that. Um, so it still ended up being an actual really fun event. And this is what I tell everybody. Even if you run the events and you complain that there's only six people or four people, sometimes those events are the most fun because you really get to just hang out with everybody. Chaos Cup, you can't hang out with everybody. It's impossible. But Random Royale, it, it was very possible. So... This was a tournament that um, actually Matt Strickland was going to, at the time, he was saying, like, if you need some help, I'll help run it and stuff. So I was going to be the odd man out, but then uh, Matt wanted to kind of play. After we started setting up, he started itching, and it was like, I think he just got, like, the thrill of the random skills and everything, the fun of that. So uh, we decided, since there was nine of us total, um, that I, of course, I, I went ahead and set out since it was under officially my name. Um, Gary told me like, after the first round, I'll let you play, you know, we'll just take turns subbing out one round. And I was like, well, we'll see what happens. So, um, after round one, uh, Gary won his game, Matt lost his game. So I asked Matt if he didn't mind setting out. So, you know, since me, Matt and Gary was running this event, he was like, yeah, that's really cool. So Matt sat out around. I played, I played my snotling team. Um, I played one game, everybody. Um, I played Mike Patterson in round two. Um, Mike lost his first game to uh, Thomas and Bush. Thomas and Bush had vampires, and I cannot remember the build total, but he had five rerolls. I do remember Jeez. that part. And randomly, I think he got four blocks, <laughs> which is amazing yeah that's a good way to win a tournament so yes and that's what everybody thought everybody's like 
the only way to win this tournament is somehow to beat Thomason, and that's not going to go well. And I believe Thomason won the other random event up in Colorado. So, like, he's been around for these before. Um, um, I got <laughs> I got smoked by Mike. Uh, I mean, it was two to one, but it was still, like, really – I scored late. It didn't really matter. I just got beat. You know, Snot, yeah. Snotlings do what Snotlings can do if they – you know, implode on themselves just enough. And they did. I still got good skills for my guys. I think I got like block on one guy and pro on the other for the trolls. And I mean, I had really good skills. I just, the just dice weren't there, but played my one game. And I was, I was determined to play my one game because there was nine players total. I bought 10 trophies. <laughs> I was the only guy <laughs> that had a team that qualified for stunty because I was like, I'm giving this trophy away to somebody no matter what. Mm -hmm. So that was my default team unless somebody else played a stunty team. And then I had another team that I was going to play instead. Um, anyways, uh, Gary ended up winning, uh, his round two matchup. So he, you know, I wasn't going to make him sit out the last round. Cause we were talking about like toggling all this off, you know, everybody played two rounds and I just go, no, I'll sit back out. And um, Gary played in the finals, I believe, against Thomason, if I remember correctly. Sounds right. Or they either played in the the final round or they played in round two. I cannot remember. But um, no, I think it was I think it was Gary and Bradley Baker who pl faced off each other. But anyways, I'm not totally sure on that. But let me get to the standings on all this. <laughs> Yes, we had 10 trophies. We had um, nine people. Uh, we gave out cereal just in the same tradition as Nuffleween. So, like, after every round, uh, whoever had the most, the random, you know, the random champion. Because every round there was, like, a reward system for, oh, if you get the most fouls, if you get this. So, there was, like, mini games going on. And I want a box of cereal my one round I played, I might say. So nice. I'm really special. Uh, Thomas and I think won a box or two cereal which i was happy for him because he's like when he heard about the i guess he loved the cereal thing which i didn't know like anybody cared about the winning cereal but that made me feel good knowing that so i always had good feedback, feedback about it yeah but it's just goofy. people love goofy stuff it. some people do anyways yeah. um so anyways we gave out the boxes of cereal we sold some uh raffle tickets i had some items of my own up there to raffle and I just raffled my daughter's band tickets so for her fundraiser. And, like, if you bought it, you get some tickets and you can win some of my stuff. So um, that that went well. You know, we raised, like, about 100 bucks or so, which is good for only nine people there. Mm -hmm. uh, so for the um, results of this uh, tournament, uh, oh, before that, bonding at these the tournaments, right? You always say that, like, the smaller ones you can bond. I think all of us, except I think Thomason went out and had a hamburger or something, but everybody else, uh, the guys from Lawton that drove up, Mark and Bradley, uh, Gary, Ben, myself, uh, we had a new guy named Joe, Joby. We all, Mike Patterson, we all went to, um, what's the taco place that Gary loves? Velvet Taco. Velvet Taco. We all went to Velvet Taco. We all hung out. Everybody got like an appetizer. Meaning that, you know, they yeah. wanted to try it, but everybody shared their appetizer. Everybody was hanging out. So it was a really cool atmosphere. And it's just a, it's just 
people talking and wasn't a hundred percent blood bowl, which makes it even more special. It's just <laughs> people being friends. So, um, anyways, results, uh, the goblins gold award, which was admittedly an award that I just made up because I had nine awards and I needed a, another award in case 10 people showed up. I didn't want like one guy not getting anything. Right. <laughs> Can't have that. Why are, you Why are you smiling? I mean, you could. You at me? I mean, no, I know. I've been the guy that like, there's only, you know, who doesn't get anything. No, I'm normally that guy in Texas. Like anytime going to the one in Lubbock. Well, this award came about with me saying, Jennifer, give me a name for award. And she was like, for what? And I was like, I can't tell you. Just Blood Bowl themes. She goes, Goblin's Gold. And I hit the random button and it came <laughs> up with a dollar sign trophy. So that worked out really good. Goblin's Gold went to Matt Strickland, who had the best dressed team there, the Sexy Amazons. Uh, the Buried Alive Award went to Joby. The Random Sportsman Award went to Mark Berg. I... I'm a stunty champion. I won the Little Royale Cup by default. And we celebrated like it was the best thing we ever earned because we're snotlings. Mm-hmm. Hey, it works. Clearly, clearly we won this because we scored against Mike Patterson. So that's, <laughs> I'm going with that theme and we're just going to stick with that. Uh, the Fist of Might Award, the most casualties went to Mike Patterson. I'm glad I could help him out with that. <laughs> the Scarab Shield. The fewest touchdowns went to Thomas and Bush with his vampires. Uh, the champion of cheers, which was most touchdowns, went to Ben Burns. Uh, the runner-up at the event was Bradley Baker. And there's two more awards actually left. <laughs> but uh, there was one, there was an award called the Random Champion, which was not the Random Royale Champion. It was the guy who scored the most, like, points based off those little small achievements every round oh okay yeah. uh so the the random champion also was thomas and bush i felt like this since there was a small amount of people i had to give it to the top guy and he was by far the clearest guy also for the fewest touchdowns so i gave both of these awards to him and then the champion is our friend gary brown nice for his first tournament win he went undefeated he took some uh dark elves that's his first tournament win first time he's won a tournament yeah he's placed second a few times okay but but yeah his first tournament win didn't realize and um at first he was like (laughs) he was like kind of like uh you know it's a small tournament i was like yeah but you gotta enjoy it because a tournament wins a tournament win i take it and then and then like he thought about it just for a few minutes and he goes, you know, you're right. He's like, it wasn't easy. You know, like he went through Thomas's team. He had managed to upset Thomason's uh, vampire team with all the re-rolls and stuff. So like, you know, he, he then was proud, proud to own it and really take it in, you know? So anyways, I was happy for him because, you know, he, he won a tournament and he was going to sit out, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't let him since he kept winning. So. Yeah. Good. Anyways, we still had fun, even though there was only nine of us. The experiment of maybe people will show up out of town. Uh, I'm not doing that again. So if we do run another event this year in November, it's not going to be the weekend after Thanksgiving. (laughs) If anything, I probably should have just pushed it back to the first weekend of December. Yeah. But what's hard is when you're in the SCARS event system or whatever, 
I mean, Houston, Austin, they're going to run 45 tournaments a week because they're they're just like Florida now. Yeah. Down there. And they can definitely so get them in. To, it's, it's so hard to get like at a date that's not taken, you know, but. You got to strike early and, and fast. I know. I know. And when you have a busy schedule like, like myself with kids and stuff, it's hard to do that. So. Yeah. And Anyways. of course, relying on the store, which is half the problem. Well, I mean, Magic pre-releases and stuff is the big thing, you know. Like if yeah, we of course. had that schedule year out, we could plan a whole bunch of stuff. But it is what it is. Again, we had fun. And congrats to all the award winners. So, yeah, the finals, I believe, was Gary and, and Bradley Baker because they were both sitting there. Bradley's never won a tournament either. So, hmm. so good stuff. Well, um, a week after, on December 2nd, I and Craig went to Journey's End Gamers Fellowship down in Palmer Lake, Colorado, which is about an hour and 20 south of us. And we played in the War of the Elves. This is a tournament was not NEF approved, didn't get it in in time. So it's probably the first non-NEF tournament I've gone to. Um, so you won it and it doesn't count no, and I, nobody knows that you won. I didn't win, but um, it was only elves. You could only play an elf team. So, so dark elves, high elves, wood elves. That's it. Oh, pro and elf elves. union. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, elf union. So I figured okay. there'd be, I don't know, I... I figured there'd be a lot of dark elves. I figured there'd be a lot of pro elves. I don't know. I didn't know what there'd be. I was sure there'd be dark elves and probably some wood elves. I took high elves because I haven't played them in a long time. And they have higher armor and they're fast. So I figured they're fun. I'll do that. Um, it was a 1.2 build, but no rerolls. The only way you got rerolls was donating a $10 toy. And you get a max of eight. And I told Craig, he's like, he's, he's going to go off and, to Walmart and buy some toys. I'm like, hey, when you're there, buy me some too. Just let me know. He goes, okay, that's no problem. And I thought, well, I have a friend who has some old Marvel Legends and stuff, which are more higher value toys. I'm like, I wonder if I can get them cheap off of him. So I talked to him and made a deal with him. And he sent me a full box of toys for cheap. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm done. And then Craig's like, I bought those toys for you. I'm like, oh, crap. So <laughs> I gave, I had enough to get 16 re-rolls, but they maxed out at eight. So I ended up giving re-rolls to other people who didn't need them. Um, I was like, oh, maybe it'll be good karma. How was the matches with both teams pretty much having eight re-rolls? <laughs> we'll get into that. So, okay. um like I said, you have to play elves. It was 1.2 mil build, so I got to do pretty much whatever I wanted. And we got Karoth Krakenai as a figure, and I thought you'd put him together. I didn't realize he was still in package. So when you sent it, I was like, ah, oh, dang it. Still took him just to play. And then I did two blitzers with tackle, two catchers with block, one catcher with wrestle, one catcher with dodge. Uh, the rest, line elves, I guess. I don't remember. Um, and then a thrower. But they were the Primrose Point Pugilists because I found a cool pirate elf logo. It was pink. So um, that's pretty much my team. I didn't expect much. 
you know, they're elves. So was this was this for like a Toys for Tots thing? Basically, yeah. Or... Okay. Yeah, it was a whole, it was whole just, thing. It was just a donation for. Yeah, toys. it was a charity tournament. Sorry to okay. donate the toys. So first person I go up against was Craig with his Sisters of Mercy Dark Elf team. He had block on his Witch Elves, tackle on two Blitzers, a Blitzer with dodge and Blitzer with strip ball. His runner had nerves of steel and pass, and he had two assassins. So he received the. I received the ball. I knock down all of his linemen. I go left, and his witch elf comes up to try to hit me. Skull rerolls skull. So his first turn, horrible. And then I proceeded to foul her for about four turns in a row. Eventually, KO'd her. Uh, we traded some linemen casualties. He stabbed my guy, so he was getting his use out of his assassins. I scored turn five. Uh, he didn't get either of his KOs back. So he didn't get back his Witch Elf or I think it was a lineman. And then I won the coaching and got another reroll because, uh, you know, I needed that. And then on his when he got the ball, he failed dodge on his first action on the second turn after getting the ball. So I got up on the ball carrier. And really what's going on, every single one of my rerolls when I need to use it works. Every single one of his rerolls when he needs to use it fails. He did one reroll one, skull reroll skull, so many times. It was crazy. Um So you so you were happy. Oh god, yeah. So uh he goes to Is this why your rant went up? <laughs> no. Thank God. Um so he goes to dump off the ball when I'm trying to hit him and he fails it. I end up getting the ball and I score, so I'm up two nothing at half. Second half, he gets a high kick. He gets under it. He's got the ball. His first action, his witch elf both down and skulls, re-rolls into a skull skull. But he still has the ball, so he's moving down the field. He ends up scoring turn three. And, of course, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm up two to one, which is good, but tenuous when it's elves, and he's dark elves. Um, And, of course, he kicks to me. And he gets a blitz. And his blitz means that he gets right near the ball. And I'm like, crap. I'm going to blow a 2 nothing lead at half. And he's going to tie me. So he gets under the ball. He grabs it. Everything goes wrong for him. And everything goes right for me. Knock him down. Get the ball. Take people off the pitch. I go down the left side of the pitch again. And I'm basically going set up to stall for like three turns. He's like, you want to just call it and go to get lunch early? I'm like, yep, sure do. So we basically just stalled out for the half, scored on my last turn. So I won that one three to one. And again, I had so many rerolls that I was able to do anything I wanted at any time. And none of his were working. So, um... We went to a really good Mexican place called Sasquatch and Yeti, Takiera. We could okay. have walked there. We didn't realize how close it was. But this is, they had, I think, four tables in this little place. But it was amazing. So far, the best Mexican food I've had in Colorado. So I was very happy with that. And when we came back, um, like you we were talking about the camaraderie of eating together at lunch, you know, we left probably 45 minutes before the round was done because everything was just going so well. 
mm-hmm. came back, and this place has a game store on bottom, and then upstairs it has a full-on restaurant and everything. So everybody went up there for lunch. We would have eaten there. It was a very bougie restaurant. So it was kind of expensive, and they had stuff that we didn't really want to eat. So that's why we got Mexican. But we came back, and everyone was sitting at the same table, BSing, enjoying it. So we sat down and hung out with them until the time for round two. Um, round two, I don't have the guy's name. I completely spaced on it. I played. Way to go, Steve. I know. All he wanted to do is hear his <laughs> name mentioned by you. Really nice guy. I just, I'm, I suck at names, and I guess he did the. Kellen was running it, and I asked him for the listing of who won stuff, and he didn't send it, and I can't find it online, so I have no idea. Um, so his name was Coloradical, and again, he was Dark Elves. He did not have any assassins. He did have three blitzers with blood, or with uh, dodge and one with tackle, and then his witch elves have block and tackle. Now, the big thing on his is he's playing with Zolkath the Zoat. Mm. big beast of a mother. And of course, if I would have thought about it, of course he would be the main thing to take in a tournament with elves. But doesn't he not have like blocker? I mean, like, is he, I guess he's still good. He's still good. Yeah. I forget what exactly he has. Um, I received my second turn. I had stuff lined up to score pretty fast. However, I forgot that I was going to hand off to a blitzer. That blitzer was going to go down the sideline to score. But I used the blitzer to hit with someone because I was so excited to hit somebody and completely <laughs> screwed it up. Um, so instead of scoring in two turns, I scored in three. No big deal. Uh, he got a quick snap and was able to get under the ball. Uh, he failed the catch. And then um, he casually one of my linemen, which wasn't great. But I thought, eh, I should be fine. Uh, His star actually ends up going both down, both down, and failing the loner. And that was pretty awesome. I thought I was doing well there. Yeah, so real quick. Yeah. Not to interrupt. uh, Zolkath, or whatever. He was playing with him with Dark Elves? Yeah. Okay, this must be an older list. It just shows says just Wood Elves, but it's probably Elf King. Yeah, it's any Elf King. Elf Newton. Elf Kingdom, uh, okay. whatever it is. Yeah, this is definitely. Never mind. I'll, <laughs> when I find the the right Zolkath, I'll uh, go to Turret Play and you can find it. Okay, that's that's true. That's usually where I go. But interesting thing about skills is okay, I found it. Okay, five movement, five strength, four plus edge, five plus passing, ten plus armor, disturbing presence, Juggernaut, of course, Loner plus four, Mighty Blow plus one. Prehensile tail, prehensile tail, uh, regeneration, sure feet, and excuse me, are you a zote? Which is, I think, like hypnogaze. Yeah, basically a lesser version of my star skill, because I can yeah, okay. ink people in the face. I mean, yeah, he's an ogre in a tournament for elves, so yeah. yes, I guess he is going to dominate. So the interesting thing is he doesn't have frenzy. However, he thought he did. Because he tried to follow up with the hit later on. I was like, he doesn't have frenzy. He goes, yeah, he does. I go, no, he doesn't. He played his whole first game thinking he had frenzy. Now, his opponent didn't catch him, didn't stop him. But he won that game. So 
is what it is. I jokingly told him, well, if you win the whole thing now, it's not going to count because you cheated. He goes, well, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> just give him a hard time. Anyways, uh, I was able to knock the ball out. I had to get a three plus to dodge away and get the ball, and I failed. Uh, he was able to casually another player, his wood elf or witch elf, got the ball in a tackle zone and dodged out and moved downfield, no problem. I was able to knock the ball free again, but he again went into a tackle zone, picked it up, no problem. This is where the, everyone having a whole bunch of rerolls is kind of annoying because. Your elves, you can do pretty much anything, and now even minus ones or minus twos don't really affect you as much. Um, and then he casualtyed another person, and then he casualtyed another person, and he scored at the tail end of the half. Second half, I tried to stop him, but I kept losing people. I was able to get a score on him. I did not have enough people to stop him at the end, though, and he ended up scoring a final touchdown in the second half, winning two to one. So not okay. not great, but when he's peeling people off the pitch, not a whole lot I can do. Uh, round three, I go up against Noah and his naughty list enforcers. Again, dark elves. So all three rounds, Ooh. dark elves. So annoying. Um, this time the witch elves had Russell. Two blitzers had tackle, two runners had dodge, lineman had kick, lineman had tackle, and he had Roxana Darknail. So, here's the quick recap of the game. Roxana likes to fall down a lot. He only had four rerolls. I had eight. That's mm. pretty much it. And I had nothing else to do but go for most touchdowns because I wasn't going to get first no matter what happened. Because I lost to the yeah. other guy. Even if he tied, I, you know. Um, his dice also were horrible. And again, I have eight or more re-rolls based on, re on kickoff events. I won five to nothing. And when I'm talking, I shellacked him to where it wasn't even funny. Every time he's trying to do something, he's failing. Every time I'm trying to pull off some crazy move, it's working. Um... He tried to stop me from my last. And again, Roxana is just falling every opportunity. She's knocking herself out. I think she knocked herself out like three times, but came back every single time. Like wow. she, she would get knocked out, but she would for sure as hell come back in. Um, But he was a great sport about it. We had a ton of fun. That was just a great game because. So what was the final? Five to nothing. Wow. Yeah. Did you play Colin Murphy? No. So, Take revenge out for me. You channeled Colin Murphy. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> um, like I said, I had nothing else to go for. I wasn't going to get most casualties because that's Zoat. I wasn't going to get first. You know, I didn't much care for anything else. Uh, so, yeah. Ended up having nine touchdowns in three games. And I ended up getting most touchdowns, surprisingly enough. Interesting hmm. thing is I came in second place behind cool. the guy I lost to. So you got most touchdowns and second? They did not I did not get both. I only got most touchdowns. Oh. I did not have a choice. That's weird. But that's fine. Oh, you didn't have a choice. Okay. No, I didn't that's have right. a choice. And again, I mean I probably I mean I I had nine touchdowns. I would take it anyways. And second place is nice, but 
I'll always know I had it. And ultimately, like I said, it's not NAF, so it doesn't really matter. It's just for fun. Um, which is weird, but it was a great time. Like I said, Noah was an absolute blast to play against. It, you have to have a good sense of humor when you're just having a shit game like that. It was crazy. So it doesn't even feel like I won five to nothing because I don't feel like I was doing much. It was just having eight rerolls and elves when his other when all of his stuff is going bad. Unstoppable. Was not happy playing three dark elf teams in a row though. I could have done without that. I mean Yeah, you're only gonna play like <laughs> one of four teams, but yeah. And we only all had three. we only had eight players. So So was half the field Dark Elves? I think so, yeah. Do you know do you know what the rest of the field was? Um I know that there was at least one more high elf. There was I think only one elf union. So there's a few wood elves. Okay. Yeah, and I That's wish bunch, I reached out to get more info, but it didn't, I didn't get it back in time, so no big deal. But it was a lot of fun. Like it was for charity. That's the main thing. Uh, he wants to do more charity events. I'm all for it. I'll go play anytime I can. I don't have any problem. It's a really cool venue. Beautiful area of Colorado. Had a lot of mountains around and stuff. Um, just had a great time. So always nice to get out. That's cool. Well, that's good. We both went to or ran <laughs> smaller events and uh, still had fun. So, Yep. Well, Congratulations. I mean, like, I'm a stunty champion, and you're the most touchdown champion. Yeah, and I will take the unofficial second place. Oh, was there not an award officially? No, there was officially. That's why I said unofficially. I got second. I mean, I was second overall in the points, so. So, so you're, you're like those colleges that go undefeated but don't play anybody <laughs> and you claim a national championship. Pretty much. Hey, at I least mean, all my okay. people decided blood- to play. In any game whatsoever, Blood Bowls where you can almost justify anything. Oh, absolutely. They go back to their village and go, how'd you do? And they're like, we scored. Mm -hmm. Well, how'd you do? We scored a touchdown. Look at this. We're the stunty champs. And they go, (laughs) oh, that's pretty impressive. Let's kill some rats and, you know, bake them. Yep. Eat. So, yeah, you can do whatever you want. So, well, that's good. We both had some fun. And uh, (laughs) we finally reported on these events, you know. (laughs) Couple months later. late, you know. Yeah, it happens. All right, let's go uh, ahead and I guess shut this off, and we will come back with the big old GW stuff, huh? Yeah. Are you excited? I'm indifferent, I guess. <laughs> okay. We will get into it after this break. Steve, Scott. are you ready? To visit Warhammer, the old world. Actually, kind of, yeah. I mean... I mean, would you like to visit that world where fantasy battles in the world of legend happens? I mean, it sounds Maybe awesome. Maybe like the Tomb Kings of Kimri. Wouldn't you love to be in that world? You could be a Tomb King. Could I be a Bretonian? Nope. It's a Tomb King. <laughs> We we have in front of us right here, and if you can see this, Steve, if I walk away from the mic too much, you holler at me. I will. This is a big, big, heavy, it hurts my shoulder, 
fat box of Warhammer the Old World Tombs, Tomb Kings of Kibri. <laughs> yeah, this is a starter set for Old World for the to- Tomb Kings. And there's also one for Bretonians, Imperial, whatever it is. Oh, so they didn't send us all of them? No, there's another box. They asked us which one we wanted, and I said Tomb Kings because, obviously, they're the cooler ones. Okay. Well, it kind of goes with a a subject we can talk about here in a second. So, anyways, we have this big old box. Um, Clearly, we do not play Warhammer the Old World. Now, what this does does make me want to dabble in this. Every time we get one of these boxes, I'm like... Maybe this is the box I'll keep, and I'll build this, and I'll give this a try, because Dustin likes to oh, yeah. play the ar- army-type games and stuff like that. And then I realized, like, where am I going to store this? Where am I going <laughs> to put it? So they did send so, us a lot. And in addition to the physical stuff, they may have sent us electronic versions of other things as well, just to let us have an idea of how things work together. Um Maybe some stuff that we're not supposed to talk about directly, but I can indirectly say reading a lot of the lore and the fluff of it does really make me want to play the game. Like if I was anywhere near a game store and I had any ability to put together models and paint them like that, I would be down. It's it's freaking awesome. I I guess, is this taking over for... Because they don't do fantasy anymore, right? So this is basically well, fantasy like, coming back, right? Well, there's Warhammer 40K. Yeah. There's Warhammer... Well, it's Horse Heresy, which is 30K, really. Okay. From what I understand, and now somebody's going to correct me and tell me I'm wrong. Oh, feel free, I, because I we have wrong. no idea. Um, then there's Age of Sigmar, which took over for warhammer fantasy remember when they killed the world yes and everybody was like i'm gonna set my army on fire and uh age of sigmar came out oh so sigmar was the kinda, okay gotcha sigmar replaced this stuff this uh warhammer fantasy because this used to have the square bases mm-hmm. and it had these little so they also sent a uh, modular uh movement trays the little square things that you can Put your units in there and walk them across the board. Um, so th- then is this replacing Sigmar? I think this is... What is this an I addition don't know. to? I think this is just an addition to. Okay. That there might be enough players out there where they can have Age of Sigmar. They can have 40K. They can have what the guys at my store call is 30K. Because there's enough people who yeah. want to play this stuff. and It's just like finding a different flavor of like, well... I like football, but only college football. Well, I yeah. like football, but only pro football, you know, or whatever. And so I, I would love, like, I'm so appreciative of GW sending this to us. And again, as always, they're sending this free of charge with no expectation of getting a proper review. Because if, honestly, if they were, they wouldn't send it to us. I would love to, if they were like, hey, we're sending this to you. Here's Dave. Dave has this email. If you have any questions about this, talk to Dave. Because I had questions and I'm like, I got no answers because I don't know. Here's what I would like. Hey, we're going to send, we're we're flying a guy out or we need you to meet at this store to get a run through of this game. And you can sit there and play it. You know, somebody demos it basically for you. That would be nice. Or online. Yeah. That would, 
And I will say that GW has been very good about inviting us to events to do meet and greets and stuff like that. We've not had the ability to because obviously monetarily and time-wise, that's a big expenditure if we're trying to go to Chicago or Seattle or something. So it's not usually something we can do, but they have tried and we do appreciate that. And if you're still listening, yes, we're going to work this into some Blood Bowl stuff here in a second. So <laughs> Next segment. Um, so, so um, what this box, this, do you know how much this box is going to retail for? Because I can't imagine no. it being less than $200. So there's 93 miniatures in here. Now, remember the last um, time they sent us a- one of these, we were very surprised about the actual retail price. It came in way under because they want you to get started to buy the other stuff. Well, that's true. This has a 352-page Warhammer, the Old World Rulebook, 21 six-sided dice. They look like they're all kind of like white or bone-colored. Of course, you have your templates, because what's a GW game without measuring with your templates and stuff and measuring sticks? Uh, Reference sheet for, like, quick look at stuff. Um, Looks like a hardcover uh, rulebook as well. And then here's your 93 Citadel miniatures. Um, You have a, a lich priest on a necrolith bone dragon that is hold on steve i'll show you this guy on the cover oh Oh, yeah it's this this guy which is ironic we're we're recording this a few days before the six even though you think it's the six right now because this is when we released it and jonathan taylor york just posted that picture (laughs) talking about this so it's kind of a preview of a preview so Uh, of course he did um, well, they want to be the first ones to have the previews and then they want no, to. No, I mean, that makes it, sense. So. It's just weird. It's just funny. Yeah. Uh, then there's one Tomb King himself. So I don't know who the tomb, maybe he rides that lich priest on a necrolith bone dragon. There's uh 40 skeleton warriors. There's 32 skeleton archers. There's 16 skeleton horsemen and three skeleton chariots. And I'm going to claim that this box is, it's got to be, what, 175, 200? But you're right. We're going to probably find out it's like 150 or something. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. And it's high quality stuff, as always. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. It's presented really nice. Um, We did not crack the seal because we don't play this game. And. We'll probably give this away at Oklahoma also if you're there yeah. and do some of the raffles. I mean, honestly, you it's going to do better as giving it to someone who actually really wants it versus us just looking at stuff. And again, we do appreciate GW sending it to us, and please continue to do so in the future. We just have very limited things that we can say about it because we don't play the game. I have been trying to do better by building the models as we get them to see if they <laughs> try to review, like putting together like the vampires and stuff. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I don't really have much more to say, but what other units were there, Steve? You said there was a Bretonian unit. I think there, the I think ones? there's two primary boxes, one of that and one of Bretonian, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to remember okay. because I don't want to give away any stuff that I've seen that we're not supposed to talk that about. That you can't talk about. Oh, yeah, well, then don't there, answer that. There is going there was... to be other things, I think, that come out at the same time. So, um... Well, don't get us in troubles. If right. We if we're not 100% sure. 
we'll talk about the Tomb Kings, and that leads us into what were you going to ask me? Uh, we'll leave that for the next segment. But yeah, before we finish this up, anything else we oh. want to talk about on this? We're going to keep this as a separate segment. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Okay. I oh, think sorry, I think they're awesome. Um, I think they could be made. I, I, is there enough there to make into a Blood Bowl team? Like, no oh, one's going to be crazy far. enough to buy it to make into a Blood Bowl team, but if they wanted to. I mean, to me, the models kind of have that old school look of them. Yeah. And I don't mean this in a bad way. They look like similar to models like 20 years ago. Okay. I mean, just the skeleton. Well, they're more unit. Like that. Yeah, but I don't know for sure. Okay. I get the feeling they're, yes, they're trying to get that same feel. Like you said, the, the units on the square bases feel. I don't see anybody jumping in the air on a blade of grass is what I'm trying to tell you. Like some <laughs> right. Age of Sigmar models. Okay, fair enough. This big dragon thing is, is quite amazing, though. I mean, yeah. it has... It is really, like, if we had in our league, I allowed, like, giants. I, I know some dumbass <laughs> would buy this just to, I'm going to play this bone dragon giant. And I'll be like, you're annoying me. Well, if Dustin gets a hair up his butt and wants to paint it, then we can send it to him and he can have it all painted. <laughs> no. Otherwise, it'll be, no. it'll be uh, for Raffle Oklahoma Bowl, which we should have rules popping up shortly and opening up registration. Um. Have a lot of cool stuff to tease about that too, but we'll get into that some of the time as well. I wish we played a lot more GW games from yeah. the fact that like every time I see one of these things and they send it to us, one I go, I can't believe they sent this to us, and two I'm like, can't I want to be greedy and like <laughs> I could start an army now? Exactly. I mean, I'm telling you right now, GW, if you're listening, you send me a kill team of like Nurgle or Orcs or something, I'll build it because there's guys at the store keep wanting me to play some. And I just don't want to spend the money, really. So if you oh, send me that, I will. I'll build some of the units, and uh, you'll get your review. Oh, if they had war those those Warcry, is it Warcry? The ones that are really cool. So, so Warcry is the ones kind of like Kill Team. Well, yeah, I think it. I think it's like set in the old world, right? Atmosphere. While, while those like are some amazing looking figures. Like I've wanted to get those. Um, vulture looking ones for the longest time to make into an amazon team or something but well i've yeah. toyed around a few times because i have uh, that speed freaks game and i already have a bunch of orc cars right mm -hmm. for the speed freaks game i was like i could just buy like a kill team and i could have some units and <laughs> occasionally you know just play some warhammer 40 i've never played 40k I'm almost 50 years old. And I've never played 40K. And I don't I feel like we're missing board out. Games based, I played board games based on 40K. Yeah. Like Relic and um, was it Beyond the Stars or whatever it's called? Not Beyond the Stars. Space Hulk. Um, well, I, yeah. Um, Chaos Anyways. of the Underworld. Uh, Chaos, yeah. Chaos in the Old World old played world. that. Yeah. yeah there's Forbidden Stars is the game I was okay, thinking yes. since I don't know if you played that one. Sounds well, familiar, but I've seen, I've probably just seen it on the shelf a lot. Yeah. Anyways, love the the lore behind it. I just, send me a kill team <laughs> with the rules. <laughs> okay, well, I think. I've had like, 
I've had like three discussions with Luft about kill team privately. So like <laughs> it really has been thought about. So anyways, fair right. enough. That's enough of that, right? Yeah. Uh, so GW can send us a kill team or some war cry stuff. We'll be happy to get into that because that's more our speed. Um, otherwise uh, we shall take it to the next segment. And I don't know what we're doing. So we'll Okay, so we are back, and since we do have that, and obviously we're down to very few teams of the original Blood Bowl that have not been created, one of them is Kemri, but the other one that has been dallied about as rumored for the longest time is Chaos Dwarves. So, do you think this changes which team is next? Because before this, everyone was saying Chaos Dwarves is next, Chaos Dwarves is next. You know, we've got Grashnak coming at some point, um, Skidra Stab Stabs coming at some point. You know, we're supposed to... These teams are good for Chaos, or they're not good for Tomb Kings, but now Tomb Kings came out with this. What you think? I mean, my initial, my initial thought, as soon as I got this in the mail... I was like, boy, they telegraphed exactly what the next Blood Bowl team's going to be once we finally get it. It's going to be Tomb Kings. I would think so, too. Um, But but Grashnak doesn't fit. (laughs) Yeah, Grashnak doesn't fit. Skitter Stab Stab doesn't fit. Um, So I don't know. I mean, what would be awesome is like a new starter set that has both. Yes. Although... That everybody and their dog would be playing. I mean, everybody and their dog's going to play the new teams anyways. That's kind of the thing, right? Of course, they the always do. Comes out, everybody buys one and has to go try it and stuff. Um, I'm ready to see the Chaos Dwarves nerfed. And I, mean, I love Chaos Dwarves, yeah. but I don't... I've refused to play them for a long time only because, like... I don't think they're they going to have... I don't think the linemen are going to have block and tackle. If I had to guess, I think they're going to have... Um, brawler and defensive, hmm. which really nerfs them because you know those are not good dwarf skills. I mean, they're good skills, but it's a far cry from what they were. But I think doing that changes them enough. But I don't know. I mean, I I'm not basing this on anything. Yeah. Um, I think we might see. Yes, I think we might get a little bit of nerfed. Um, dwarves in the fact of maybe even like the um, the old world alliance dwarves, you know how? Yeah. What are they? Have? Is it is that brawler? Think brawler, so. Arm brawler. Arm brawler. Yeah. Um, which is just not as good, and uh, I think we might get a hobgoblin runner, but at the same time, the bull centaur could be the runners. I mean, they could yeah. be called the bull centaur runners. Now it is twenty twenty four, so I mean, it easily could be. Blood Bowl Season 3 pops out with both of those races. I don't know. I I thought by now we would at least have a clue to something. And I'm even saying this transparent, even behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I had a a real clue. but Like, the closest clue that I could think of, and I don't think this is spoiling anything, but, you know, uh, Grashnak was released a long time ago information wise and normally they will 
finish that release pretty quickly. So if they're teasing it, like, hey, Grashnak's coming, then within the next two to four weeks, usually the stats and we'll, we'll get them and we can release the stats and whatever that goes up for sale. And it's been how long now? It's Months? Been a long, long while. Yeah, it's been a long Why would that be unless they were deciding to hold him back to wait for something? In my eyes. I mean, that would be like, we're going to hold back because we'll release him when we release the Chaos Dwarf team. I just feel like Tomb Kings are the next one, if I had to guess, just because now they're introduced back into the big overall arching lore, Mm -hmm. and now they can justify like putting this out. Um, But, I mean, either way, I think people are going to be really happy to... Because I think Tomb Kings are going to change too. Yeah, Um, of course. I think... You know, with every release we've gotten, we've gotten some slight tweak pretty much um, one way or another. So I I don't see why Chaos Wars or Tomb Kings or even if we... High Elves might be the one team we never get back. Which sucks because they're fun. But realistically, the only thing I care about High Elves is the look of them. You know, I can play a different elf team. It's fine. It's not going to kill me. I just like the look of them. I mean, it it killed me too because I got uh, I commissioned Dustin to paint my yeah. high elves, and then they they wiped him clean. So like I'm just like, come on, bring them back because I, I want to see him too. So I, I'm with you, Steve. But anyways, I, I'm I'm saying Tomb Kings. You're okay. saying I think Chaos Dwarves because of Grashnak. That's my main thing. But again, I'm hoping, mm-hmm. and again, based on the speed they've been putting teams out, we'll probably see both of them at the end of the year when they put out a new box. That I would not be surprised in the slightest with that. Hmm. Now, if they put out a new box with High Elves and some new other team, I will be completely surprised. Hmm, that'd be kind of cool. High Elves and like Sea Elves. <laughs> yes. Your elves That'll, and your High Elves. That would piss off so many people. Why's that? Two elf teams in one two, box. Two elf teams? Yeah. I don't know. I still I still wish they would just... They're never going to make Slon. No. I mean, but they have this favorite of the gods thing, so never put out that they couldn't do like a Zinch team or a Slanesh team yeah. or something like that. Well, I mean, we're getting I mean, to the point that if they actually did finish off the final three teams, everything is going to be new. new yeah. Unless they Although go back and redo stuff. Yeah, I'm convinced that if, like, I know other people probably wouldn't care. And I don't need another human team. But they could release a new look for a human team mm-hmm. with a new spike, with all the history and stuff in it. I think that would be really cool, actually. I'd be down. I mean, they could easily, I mean, they could easily do Season 3 with the Bright Crusaders and just redo those molds. And a Savage Orc team, since, you know, they that race did exist, however shortly, in whatever fashion it existed, I forget. Online only? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was online only. Short, short-lived, but still. It existed, though. I mean, it's out there. I know. I get what you're saying. I just don't like it. But I'm going Tomb Kings. Okay. Without any information. <laughs> and it'll probably be a long time before we know anything. 
cut to tomorrow I, after we record and they release everything. <laughs> let me tell you something. They're going to release this. Yeah. As soon as we're done, they're going to, tomorrow's going to, something's going to be released. And we're going to go, we didn't work that many. There's no way. I think it would be cool to do, if it's the only way we could get like a leaping team like Swan, I am perfectly okay with the like circus team or whatever. I liked that. I liked that whole rig theme. I thought it worked well. Yes. It was fun. The bear was cool. I had no issue with that. I agree. And I I mean, like, would I rather it be Slon? Sure. Is it ever going to be Slon? No, because they decided to write him out of their lore or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. In the way that it used to be, at least. And But yeah, the what was it? What was the circus team called? Kislev. Was, um, Kislev. Okay. Yep. No, I, w- I would love that. I know we'd be in the minority, but I always liked them. Yeah, I thought it was a neat way to work them into the fluff and still have them have those rule sets around. So, all right. Well, you heard it here. Uh, next team coming is Kislev. Kislev <laughs> and Savage Orcs. Right, with a star player from the Kis- uh, from the Slon team. What were the star players? They were bad named. It was, it was Kermit. Like Quits and Kamal. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. What was the guy with like four arms for the miniature that most people <sighs> can't remember? I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, I, uh, I've got a, I've got multiple teams of them. Sure. Never going to use them. I know. I do too. Fully do painted. Too, some of the best models I have. Never going to get used. Quetzal leap. Quetzal leap. Yeah. Like quantum leap. He was like a blitz. Yeah, but he was Quetzal. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Ooh, times. That'd be kinda... Dude, we could... Never mind. I'm going to tell you about this <laughs> after we get off of it. Uh, We're not doing we a tournament based on Slon. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap this up now? so you can just tell me. Huh? Go for it. Uh, you want me to tell you now? Sure. All right, we own this. Quitzel Leap. He's a time-traveling Slon player who goes to different eras of Blood Bowl. So, like, we could have a tournament where no passing's allowed because they didn't know that you could pass the ball at that point. <laughs> and this other era of Blood Bowl, like, it was before they had secret weapons, so the weapons could stay on the field all the time. And he always has, like, a mission to solve before he gets <laughs> leaped out of time and goes through the warp gates again. So I like the idea, but the problem is, was he he's bringing the rules of the old time with him? Or are we basing the tournament in the past with him? We're basing the tournament of the era he goes to. Okay. But what you don't know is he really, he's the one who changes time. Like when he goes to the place where they don't throw the ball, he's like, why can't you throw it? And they're mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? And he shows them a toss. And they're <laughs> like, holy snikes, this is amazing. And from that point on, he fades out. And they throw the ball from that point on for some reason. Uh, that's awesome. So, so behind the scenes, Quetzal the, Leap is the one who's changing all the rules. Everything. Everything, actually. You know, like, uh, he's there when Razel like, he trips over the book. And Razel goes over <laughs> there and goes, hey, young man, are you okay? And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then he's like, oh, you dropped this. And he goes, that's not mine. And he's like, okay. And then he reads it. So he he, he leaps into the cavern, and then he sees, you know, 
a book and he's like, wow, this is the famous book. And he tries to jump out and hits the ceiling and it crumbles down. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah, all, everything. So this sounds everything. like, a, again, this sounds like a comic book that you need to draw when you get like three years worth of time available. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm tired of everything, everybody. <laughs> I just, I just want to play board games and have sex. That's it. At the same time. I mean, if there's a board game which you can do that, I'm, we could try. Not with you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Unless, unless I was drunk, maybe. No, no. I'm Man, good. This is, we're, we're, on, we're on that tangent side. We need <laughs> okay. to go shout outs. All right. Two shout outs, we go. Final part of the show, as everyone knows, it's the time for shout outs. Well, at least it wasn't into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't to sleep in here. So neighbor's going to get the, just call the cops on you. I don't know. I just heard a weird yell from some strange man in that house. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody. <laughs> everybody has the. <laughs> when it's like a. <laughs> when it's one of those people, you use that voice, yep. which is also the voice you use for your stepmom. Not wrong. <laughs> and there might be a reason why. <laughs> so shout out to my dad. If he is listening to this, he got a new phone and told me that he listened to the episode 155, which happened to be the one oh. with Robert and Bad Candy. I was like, oh. well, cool that you got to listen to it but like that was the least blowth downy both down episode but okay cool <laughs> that's cool your dad's listening yeah i don't know if he continued i mean he listened once and was probably like no that's enough he probably picked the one that was the shortest and then he was just like yeah. oh they just talk about crappy comic books <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you think about like if you added up all the time that I've done podcasts, like we're talking a hundred and what eighty episodes of us probably at two hours each, and then however many episodes of World Cup Report, so we're talking three hundred and sixty, four hundred, let's say four hundred and fifty hours worth of talking that I have of me on the internet. It's probably more than I've ever talked to my dad in my life. Hmm. That's sad. No, I mean, if you think about That's it, I mean, true. how often? No, it's it. not like you're it. sitting and having full blown conversations with your dad for hours. Even if you are, are you doing it a hundred times? I totally get what you're saying. It's weird, but it's sad. Sad to think about it in that. Oh yeah. Realm. Uh, shout outs. I don't. Shout out to GW for sending us a box of uh, Tomb Kings, and we can't wait for the <laughs> Tomb Kings Blood Bowl team to show up at our doorstep. That would be awesome. So we can put them together and review them. Um, and again, um, all, as with always with GW, we are required by European law or English law or whatever to state that we are presented these for free. We get no. We have to make sure that we're not being paid to give an opinion. It's a law. No. Oh. I, know. I don't know I've, if it really applies it. to us in America, but they ask us to always say it, so we always do. Sure. I've, I've heard that we're getting paid off by GW now, and that's yeah. why our opinions I wish. Are, aren't real. <laughs> um, They're not getting a good return out. on their money, then, because this episode is crap for them. 
Shout out to Johnny Paletis, who is on Wheel of Fortune. That was crazy. It was surreal, even though, like, I've had lunch with this man. This man's on Wheel of Fortune. We are now two steps away from Vanna White. Yes. Like, he won it. He could have won a whole bunch of money. 40000 if he got that. That last one was tricky as hell. Yeah, for sure. It was on their I mean, behalf, it and it's just like, I'm usually pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. I had no clue. Well, I mean, hardly anybody wins those last ones. Um, but yeah, he won, and won a trip. And to fabulous New York was, City. I know. What I can't wait when I talk to him is going to be like, all right, man, I know you won all that stuff. How much did you end up paying in taxes for all that stuff? Yeah. surely there's a gimmick, right? It's not 100% free. Oh, no, you, you you get taxed on it. Like, even for that, that came to, like, what was it, like 8300 or something? So, yeah, I think he came away with, like, $18,000 in prizes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, to my understanding, like, that trip, he doesn't have to take the trip. He can take the cash value. And then if he does, they just take the taxes out whenever they do it, so... If he had eighteen thousand, he probably walks away with ten to twelve. But still, nice. Well, good for him. Not bad. I mean, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. I, I found it amusing because I never in a million years would have said if you said, "Guess what show JP wants to go on," and I would have never picked Wheel of Fortune. No, so. but he's definitely the person of all the people I know. If once someone was going to go on Wheel of Fortune, be like, "Yeah, it'd be him." Just because of his broadcasting Anyways, was, experience, yeah. Anyways, it, it was cool. It was cool and surreal to, to watch it. So another Zlurpcast shout out. Uh, Zlurpy Bowl is coming back officially August twenty, August twenty third, twenty fourth. I think. I believe so. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make that. Should be able to. You going to try or? Should, yeah, you should pay my way. If I do, can you go? Uh, I, I, it's too far out to look. Right. Uh, but yes, I, I would really, <laughs> if I could pick two tournaments to travel to this year, and I'm going to make some people mad, I would love <laughs> to travel to Headbangers Ball, uh, which is coming back in Iowa, run by Johnny Paletis. Yeah. And uh, I would like to hit a Slurpee Bowl, just to say I've been to one. Yeah. Um, Zorpy Bowl is the big one to me because, I mean, when we first started, that was the biggest one, aside from obviously Chaos Cup. But Chaos Cup was, in our head, a GW thing, whereas Zorpy Bowl was the biggest non-GW thing. Correct. Speaking of tournaments, uh, I was going to do Critter Bowl in February. It is not happening in February now. It's been pushed back to June 1st. for all intents and purposes, getting some dice, organizing uh, time in my <laughs> own life. And, um, you know, the family was like, We're, we might be having a baby around that time. And I was just like, have your baby. You guys can show up with the baby after, you know. So anyways, we moved it to June 1st. I wanted to make sure that give people plenty of time to plan for the event, travel for the event. And Isn't were you there... people who were complaining or wondering why we moved, you know, Oklahoma from the middle of the summer then to 
April. Now you have a tournament to travel to. So there you go. Isn't there another uh, Critical as well? Uh, yes, I think it's still in the works, but it looks like it's going to be ran in, I believe, March. Um, and it's going to be up in Canada. So London, Ontario. Critical. Yeah, it's going to be Critical 9. And we're going to actually, since I backed it up, it's going to end up being Critical 10. So oh, nice. It's be kind of cool. So. Um, I will be yeah. running some tournaments coming up this summer as well. What? Which, um, I'm finalizing stuff, and we'll talk more about next time when I do have it finalized, hopefully. But yeah, I will have a, my own series of tournaments that going on. Series of tournaments? Mm-hmm. Series? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Did I not tell you about this? No, you thought did. I did. Like this is a hundred percent news to me. But okay. okay. Wow. Okay. In some ways, maybe you should just save it, and then the podcast I'll be like <laughs> cr- crap and bricks because I didn't know about all this stuff, and I'm like, wow, you moved away and totally just did stuff without me. Thanks, yeah. Lot, Steve. Well, I mean, you're welcome to come to these, but I don't think you want to. Oh, because they're that bad. Because you're running them. Mm, a little bit of that A, a little bit of B, a little bit of C. We will talk more about it next time. Oh. <laughs> I hope they're really <laughs> crazy, wacky bullshit tournaments that I don't want to go to. <laughs> they're 100% not, interestingly. Oh, they're not wacky. Has to do okay. something on your shirt. Has something to do with something on my shirt? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nipples. Those no, are my nipples that's under out. your shirt. Oh. What is on your shirt? Um... That's some cheese. Mayonnaise stain. Yep, the a mayonnaise buffalo? series. <laughs> hey, there was a mayonnaise bowl for college football where they God. dumped mayonnaise all over somebody. There's also so, a Pop-Tart bowl with a living Pop-Tart that turned into a dead Pop-Tart that people ate. Yeah, is that really true? Yes. I, I, okay, I he saw went him. in the toaster and came out a strudel pastry that people could eat. Okay, well, I saw the footage where somebody went up to him with a Pop-Tart. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, can I get a picture of you like eating a Pop-Tart with a Pop-Tart? And I guess the Pop-Tart guy took the Pop-Tart and jammed it in his mouth. Like, it was, I only watched the updates, the most surreal thing, and I'm here for it. I loved it. Ah. <laughs> uh... I'm sure somewhere on like you porn, there's a pop tart guy doing things to other people. Most likely. Yeah. Don't. Uh, any other shout outs? I, re- I really don't. I'm okay. sure I'm forgetting stuff. If you're out there and you're in Oklahoma area and you're listening, we are starting the cobble season 10 league. Uh, league meeting is uh, January 20th at wizards asylum. You need to pay your dues. If you're going to come and play in the league before you get a game, at that league meeting, at the end of it, we'll randomly select somebody for you to play. So uh, our league is getting ready to kick off, and um, I've it's been hard getting to go again with all the holiday stuff yeah. and everything. But I got the league created, and I got some messages out, and we already have five people signed up, and we'll, we'll get more. But um, we're going to see how the season goes with me trying to play Goblins. So, uh, cool. Yeah, but anyways. Come out and play the cobble. All right. Well, we will wrap this up. We'll be back 
we should be back, like, supposed to be back next week, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Because we got something Great. to talk about next week, too. I forgot about. We'll I'm talk about it off ne- air, because I don't know if we got it in or not. Oh, okay. I'm going to meet my nephew in, like, a week from now. Hmm? My nephew that I've never met before. He turns one years old. I have What's a nephew it? named Theo. Okay. You don't know about this. I don't know. My not. brother married a girl that he met overseas and juiced her up. And so they had a baby. And now she's got all the paperwork in. She's trying to be a citizen. And she she's here. And baby Theo's here. And wow. Sat, Saturday the 13th. It's his birthday party at my aunt. So I'm going to get to meet my nephew for the first time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's weird. It is. It's like a little half uh, Asian, <laughs> half white baby. So he's really cute. Okay. I, I don't mean that in a really bad way. I know that probably I, no, I know like what you mean. Yeah. But no, it it's going to be really cool. Everybody's actually, I feel sorry for the kid because everybody's going to be like mauling this kid. Oh, yeah. Because they've never seen him. Um, or at least my, my mom has visited them when they were up in Washington and stuff. And he's actually moving closer this summer. So we're kind of happy about that. So maybe some of our family get togethers. We'll have both my brothers around. So. Well, that's cool. They're both military guys, which <laughs> long, t- I'm not made for that kind of stuff, but man, long term, boy, they're kind of set up. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm same way. Like I would much rather have gone into the military and done, you know, decently well, like both of my friends and then, just get out of the military and be like, retired. Okay, here's three grand. Rest of your life. You're good. Do whatever you want. You have free health care the rest of your life, and you got free money coming in. Awesome. If I could go back in time, I might tell 18-year-old Scott, like, you're going to fall in love with board games and sex <laughs> in your late 40s. You want time to do all that? Just join the military. Exactly. <laughs> Stay in school, right, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. Okay, we'll be back uh, maybe next week, maybe not. We'll see. If you'd like to email Both Down, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. It is a time of battle and strife, of looming darkness and fleeting glory. It is a world of legend, a stage for mighty heroes, bold deeds, and untamed magic. This is a rank and flank game featuring many elements of classic Warhammer, the game of fantasy battles. If you've played any miniatures tabletop war game, you'll find elements of Warhammer the Old World familiar. Where am I going to store this? Where am I going to put it?